I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. I am Smith. I'm Seth. We are dry this week. It is a dry sode. We have been gone for a while, but we're returning yes. now. And uh, holidays. In case you guys are worried, we are just as bad as we've always been. We didn't come <laughs> back better. We didn't come back worse. We're just a normal level of bad. We took no time to improve or reflect, uh, but we also did not slide yes. anywhere. We are maintaining. So if you're interested in a podcast with hosts, never grow, then... You're in the right place. You you have come. You found your, your people right here. This is, this is your tribe. Yep. So Seth, there's been a lot going on since we last spoke. Yeah. Uh, in the world of everything. Um, and I, it's, it's it's hard to figure out where to start. You know. Yeah. Everyone was. The big news recently was about the Speaker of the House, which I caught at the tail end. I didn't even know that shit was going on until the last day. And I was like, oh, this is interesting, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty funny how they just kept forcing votes. and He kept failing them and could not win until he finally conceded to some stuff they wanted, which mostly got was like a, a dumb fake committee where they're going to investigate the, the Department of Justice for, I guess, doing its job. So that's going to be fun for them, I, I suppose. They'll have a good time doing that. Yeah. It won't amount to much. But it was funny to see them continuing to, to fail to elect the speaker. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. It was a good time. I caught that. Too, too bad we won't we, we won't beat the record, by the way, which was back in the 1700s. I think we that it went for uh, like 111 rounds of voting before getting to a speaker. Who won that one? Do you know? I think it was the Whigs. <clears throat> this is before. I mean, this is before we even had like the. Party I mean, that's in the very there. early days of America because we we we're kind of at the end of 1700s that we became a a nation. So yeah, yeah, it was pretty early on, and I think at that point the system should have already saw like, oh, this is fucked up. We we messed up somewhere. Yeah, because it shouldn't take this long to get a functional government going. All right, uh, but yeah, there was that. If you could only choose U.S. presidents in a blunt rotation, who would you take? Three you have to take three guys. Three guys. All right. Well, first two are easy. It's both Roosevelts. I'm taking both of them. Both Roosevelts. Okay. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be a weird. I'm gonna take uh Nixon. Nixon and both Roosevelts. Dream blunt rotation for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I would take. I think I would take Donald Trump. <laughs> because that one, I just can't even imagine that man intoxicated on anything. I don't think I've ever seen yeah. him even talk about like drinking i think he's just like he doesn't a, he's just he it killed it, it killed his brother so he don't oh he doesn't do okay. any of that shit. well then i definitely want to want want him in the rotation him uh gerald ford <laughs> Ooh. and uh um zachary taylor i think those are the three i would take because it's like because it's three guys who i would never expect to even be within a hundred mile radius of marijuana mm-hmm. so i just want those three guys just to see what their reaction would be I remember Gerald Ford's big thing was that he he jogged, and everyone thought he was an insane person for jogging because yeah. it was like the fucking seventies. They're like you exercise what? <laughs> like, and wait, you're still on. a so fat sack of shit. <laughs> How'd that happen? You're gonna move not at a run, but not at a walk either. Somewhere yeah. in between, voluntarily around. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Well, we'll see how this goes. 
okay, go go for it. Because this is the time when everyone was still drinking in the office and taking you know, yeah. diet pills constantly and shit. So. And plus, Gerald Ford is the only guy to never technically be elected president. And I would just want to rub that in his face while he was high. Wait, hold on. Explain that to me real fast. Isn't that how it works? Didn't he never actually win the popular vote or the electoral college for president? He became president from being a vice president. Did he win an election after that? Am I crazy? Vamp. Vamp. Okay. So the way I remember it was there's at least one president who never actually won an election. I think it's Gerald Ford. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. The only president never be elected. He never won an election. So I would just huh. rub that in his face. I'll be like, oh shit, he Donald was, Trump did it and you didn't. He was Nixon's vice yeah, president. He was That's Nixon's. what it was. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I did not know that he was. Wait, what? It says he was born. What? He was born Leslie Lynch King Jr. And his name became Gerald Rudolph Ford. What in the fuck? By is what this means? <laughs> Did he just legally change all of his names? Or his father, by the way, was a was a wool trader. A wool. Okay, so he was, he's old. Is the thing? He's really old. He was, he was born in nineteen thirteen. Yeah. Okay, so it looks like her 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 his mother separated from his father sixteen days after, after he was born, and then she changed his name. Uh okay yeah she changed she changed his name to his new dad's name Gerald Ford okay so interesting it's quite a change yeah that's that's I was like what the fuck is happening right now so yeah interesting I learned a lot about Gerald Ford today yeah and man not a photogenic man no I gotta say no Mm-mm. you know who he looks like he looks like Vigo the Carpathian kind of this picture. Look, go to Wikipedia, look at his presidential picture, and tell me you don't see Vico the Carpathian right here. Let's let me see this. I, I haven't. Okay, I can see it. I can see what you're saying. Because Vico Carpathian is supposed to be like Carpathian is supposed to be a little bit more handsome, but he definitely has this the 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 cadence of that that look that Carpathian has. He's kind of hot in college. He was on the football team. I'm looking at him right now. That's he, he's one of those guys who like. There was this old, like back in the day, these guys just had muscles that we just we don't have anymore. We just no. we developed different muscles. They had different ones. We have different ones. They were like lumpy guys. Yeah, they're very lumpy. And a lot of times, like if you see like old basketball players, they all were very veiny. Like every time they mm. move, you saw all their veins. Even if they weren't like huge, like jacked guys, they were just had regular yeah. arms. They just were so many veins. So I'm not sure what happened. Watching- it's not watching old baseball, and you're like, these are just guys. Yeah. This, this is just a man. I got to smoke five packs of cigarettes before he got up to the bat. <laughs> and he's smoking five more at first base. <laughs> and then he, he, he smashes a home run in the fucking third, yeah. the third inning. So it's like... And he, he just who, finished his shift at the factory this morning. <laughs> What's the thing is, like, we grew up on, like, Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds, guys who were, like, doing steroids constantly and yeah. making, let's be honest here, an amazing performance at baseball. Yeah. But it's not a very hard game to play. Let's be honest. Steroids make sports better. Let's just they be don't. honest with it. Stop. Don't listen, everyone. I know what you're thinking, but just understand that steroids make sports better. Yeah. I mean, the human body can perform sports at a certain level. And if you push the human body to new levels, it plays it at a different level. Right. Of course, it ruins the human body and no one should yes. do it. And all these Hollywood actors are going to look really weird in a couple of years. But mm-hmm. I mean, it makes it makes makes pretty good sports. Say Barry Bonds broke records for a reason. Would you would you rather watch Babe Ruth fuck or Derek Jeter? You'd want to watch Derek Jeter. Yeah, most likely. Because the body Babe Ruth had uh, underneath that lumpy ass uniform was nothing to write home about. You know, let's be honest with ourselves here. <laughs> Babe Ruth was kind of an out of, out of shape piece of shit. For sure. Because baseball is not a very hard sport. It's mostly standing. <laughs> it's mostly standing. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like mostly standing and then you have to really pay attention at a certain mm-hmm. point and then you stand again. 
Well, football's the same way. It's mostly yeah. walk here, stand here, yeah. wait. Line All right, up this way. Play for ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this one die on the field and get resurrected, uh, which is another thing that has happened within the last week or two. Yeah, I saw that the guy like fucking had a heart attack or some yeah, shit on, on was, the field. He was legally dead for a little bit, and then they resurrected him. That was crazy. They had to, had to call a cleric, seventh level, get out there. Yep, cast a real quick prayer to Bahamut, bring this man back. But no, it's like that's this is why basketball and and football, the international football, yes. are the better superior sports because yeah. these motherfuckers are out there moving. Yeah, like I I want anyone who says soccer is lame to run a, across the soccer field one time, not even multiple, mm-hmm. one time run all the way across the soccer field, please. And now do it for two hours. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, how much standing is in basketball? Like, a second while they reset? Like, no, it's not a whole lot of standing Yeah, whenever they shoot foul shots. But that's about that's it. That's true, but I mean... If then you have most to pay attention the time you're, and get the rebound, so... Right. Most of the time your ass is hustling up and down that, that, that fucking court, though. Like, you're yeah. going places. You know the craziest thing to me about baseball, though, that I think is... Like, apparently fans of the sport love it, and maybe I can see it, but I think it's fucked up, is that the, mm. the fields aren't regulation size. Did you know Wait, this? What? Yeah, no. different... Different cities have different size fields. It's like famous. I think I think it's Boston or one of those cities has like the biggest field. So it's like when you're uh-huh. there, you have to like play differently than you are at the other one. The other ones have smaller fields. There's not a standard size. This is why baseball is not a real sport. Yeah, this is why baseball is clown shoes, Calvin ball. Yeah, for, it for was idiots. the only sport we had for a while, and then as soon as other ones were invented, they were all way better immediately. Right. Yeah. It's just, you can't even regulate the size of your field. It's like some night, this is the Great Depression shit, is what it is. It's like, we don't have enough money to make a regulation size field here. We gotta yeah. do a small ball field or whatever. And it's never got changed. They just built a bigger stadium around the, the, the smallest field. I don't understand how you can do that. They didn't ask like, you know, me. The fucking, what are they called? The uh, the, the Globetrotters are in, or do the, the comedy uh, yeah. basketball. You got the Savannah Bananas that do comedy baseball. That should be all of baseball. It's just the Savannah Bananas doing shenanigans out there. Because yeah. it's not real sports. It's just whatever you want. I'm sorry, Moneyball. You, Brad Pitt loves you. You're great. But baseball's not a real sport. It's just, well, it's just that's, nonsense. That's why the movie and book Moneyball work. is because it's not even about baseball. It's not, what true. if the financing of a sport was more important than the sport? And in baseball, it actually is. To be fair, it's a gripping movie, so I yeah. did enjoy watching it. It's good stuff. They had they had Chris Pratt in there before. Was it, was it before Parks and Rec? Even, it was during was Parks and Rec, I believe. Okay, I think it was like a year or two totally into Parks different. and Rec. Yeah, because like in Parks and Rec, he's kind of, he's kind of an overweight piece of shit towards the beginning, and in Moneyball, he's like a baseball player today uh, physique. You know, like a yeah. regular athlete man looking dude. Okay, so, so I was like, it's about it's about five or so years into Parks and Rec. So yeah, he's it's when he's doing his his uh, transformation. Is this Guardians of the Galaxy era? Is this about that time before, a little bit before that? I imagine it's two year, three years before um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because it's two thousand eleven. Guardians of the Galaxy two thousand fourteen. But obviously, they're filming Guardians of the Galaxy takes longer to film. So it's probably only like right. two years apart in reality. So. That's crazy to me. I would have thought that I thought that he got into movies way sooner than he did. It doesn't matter. Chris Pratt sucks. Um, yeah. And the thing is, Chris, we're talking like, about him. The thing about Chris Pratt is like, I feel like I'll be completely fine with him if they did, if for some reason we weren't just like, he needs to be in every movie ever now. Mm. I feel like I'll be like, hey, he's kind of shitty, but whatever. But now it's just like, he's Mario. And why? Literally why? So. I feel, I feel like Chris Pratt and uh, uh, John Krasinski have the exact same arc to me of like, look at the goofy guy in the show you that you like. And then he became like a weird shill for like the CIA or the government in various different ways. But also when you yeah. like watch those shows again, Andy, not Andy, what's his name in fucking Parks and Rec? Andy. Is, is it Andy? Yeah, because Andy's also in the office. Yeah. Andy and Jim do not come off as well on a more recent rewatch of those programs, I think. Personally, interesting. I actually feel more sympathy for Dwight early on in the office than I do for Jim. Like Dwight, Dwight's a, a, a kind of a, a, a dumb piece of shit guy, but like Jim's just relentlessly making fun of this dude and like picking on him uh, 
for no real reason. So I don't really feel that much sympathy for Jim anymore. Yeah, that that's a fair, that's a fair way to read it. I think later um, on Dwight becomes a landlord and so fuck him. But before yeah. that, he's just kind of a weirdo, you know, that is annoying, but yeah. Um, fuck. The, the thing about them being part of the CIA that I, I find hilarious is that, have you read like the plot of like season three of Jack Ryan? I have. It's just yeah. it's absolutely crazy. And apparently, also within the show, they don't care about geographical like reality. They'll, they'll, they took a where was it? They took a boat from like Greece. I can't remember the other place. They go basically something that would take you a two day boat trip. They do it overnight, like morning to night to morning in a in a a like a regular like fan boat basically. Right. Um. Which is funny because it's it's like you just you just really don't care. You just want to mm-hmm. say socialism is bad and everything else doesn't matter. Gotcha. I I know that you when you say fan boat, you clearly do mean like a boat with a propeller, right? Like a yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mean a boat. Florida fan boat. But. Because I was just about to picture a fan boat rocking up to somewhere in Greece, like just full of fucking uh, hillbillies and rednecks yeah. on there. That would be much better. I love yes. a good fan boat. Oh man, give me give me um the White Lotus season two uh, or season three season two's location, but it's just like redneck with an alligator roll up on a fan boat for some like reason. Beverly Hillbillies kind of. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll go for that. That's good. Oh man, yeah. Jack Ryan mm-hmm. season three is like we're trying to resurrect like the 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 yeah the evil USSR. They find something? a a, a age old plot or by age old I mean like a thirty year old plot to like re reinvigorate the soviet union and it's all on one guy jack ryan to take it all down and he but this time he's on the run from the united states government so actually he's he's actually you know not uh, a shill anymore he's doing something that they wouldn't even approve of because he's too good (laughs) i liked it better when it was ethan hunt doing it at least tom cruise is incredibly likable yeah that's the thing that that is the biggest magic trick is that tom cruise should be the most unlikable person in hollywood but it's just so hard i, I haven't i haven't been able to summon myself to do it just yet i mean has, i mean here's the thing has tom cruise actually done anything wrong i guess i mean here's the thing we don't know yet because there's a lot of stuff the scientology is from what i understand hidden from us yes but yeah i mean i don't have any knowledge of him doing something that besides being a Scientologist, is reprehensible. Yeah, I mean, I feel like DiCaprio is more problematic because of the way he uses and disposes young women. Like, that's a thing you can point to and be like, that's fucked up, man. Yeah. Tom Cruise, you're like, you jumped on the couch one time and you're too excited about your your wife. I don't have anything else. He's in a cult, sure, but like, they haven't, I mean, I feel like if if he's in a cult, clearly... But I feel like they're gaining more from him than he is from them. Yeah. In this scenario. I also think the most incredible thing about Tom Cruise is that he is a like Hollywood leading man who breaks most of the rules. He's not very tall. He is, you know, he, he runs. He has that funny run. And also mm-hmm. he has zero chemistry with any woman uh, ever. Right, and so he yeah. can't do that. Like, even though they try to do it, it's the worst part of every Tom Cruise movie where he has to, like, talk to a woman. I'm like, can we get back to the fun part of the movie? Because this is yeah. bullshit. This is bad. Go to the good part. Like, the part in, like, when he's talking to, like, Rebecca Ferguson's characters in the more recent Mission Impossible yeah. movies, you're just like, am I supposed to believe there's, like, a thing going on? Is that supposed to be a... What? To me, doing? it's even worse with Vanessa Kirby's character. I'm like, oh she's supposed to, like, I'm like, why does this young girl flirt with Ethan Hunt? He doesn't even seem to care. No one seems to care. Why is this happening? Just do the good part of the movie. He has, she has more chemistry with The Rock in Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. And that's saying something because The Rock has very little chemistry with women as well. Isn't it hilarious that The Rock is one of the highest paid actors in America, in the world. Mm. And he has become the most desperate man in all of Hollywood within the last month. What a sad and shit. has r- ruined Henry Cavill's career and mm. uh, kicked himself out of the DC universe because he refuses once again refuses to lose a fight on camera. He will not do it, and so he will not be Shazam's villain. So he will not be playing Black Adam ever again. 
I don't, I just don't understand it. I do not understand why he has years been hell bent on playing Black Adam and seems genuinely interested in the character. I'll give him that. He seems like he really, really likes Black Adam, but does not understand Black Adam's place in the DC universe in any way. Right. Which is to occasionally lose a fight. Yeah. He's the villain. It's also like, because the whole thing he was pitching, he's like, we're going to have a multi-year movie fight between Black Adam and Superman. And I'm like, Dwayne, who do you think is going to win that fight? <laughs> Be honest <laughs> with yourself. Like in terms of acting clout, yes, The Rock has more than Henry Cavill does. Obviously. Sure. But... The character also also you're a Shazam villain. You fight Shazam. Why do you want to fight Superman? That happened once or twice. Yeah, but come yeah. on, man. Know where you sit. You ain't Brainiac. Come exactly. on, man. Just you gotta fight. Calm you down. gotta fight Shazam, and you gotta lose. That's the, you yeah. chose Black Adam. You could have chose. You could have tried to be Superman, but you didn't. You tried to be Black Adam. So that's what you gotta do. I don't you know. literally have the same costume design with a lightning bolt on your chest and everything as fucking Shazam. What are you talking about? Yeah, it, it's <laughs> complete lunacy in my opinion. I don't really know what the game was there. Um, I'm glad Henry Cavill is going to be in the Warhammer 40k thing. Good for him. Man, I wish they could have got him back in The Witcher because he's so fucking good as Geralt. Like, yeah. bring him back. But like, I'd rather... Don't put that fucking Hemsworth the Six or whatever in the fucking show. Yeah. I'd rather him be on something good, though. So hopefully more. Actually, you know what? Good. You know what? Just cancel The Witcher. That Just That is what I think you should show. do. At this point, with, with no Henry Cavill there, and it already being one of the worst shows, just get rid of it. Okay, you're wrong about that, but whatever. It's just like... I don't know what money is tied up with who to not just say, oh, our star can't be in the show anymore. We cancel it. Like, you cancel shit all the time for no reason anyways. Yeah. I don't understand what sorcery is being, or witchery is being done here to people. There you go. So, yeah. And I'm, I'm Warhammer 4K is his dream role, so I'm, I'm happy for him. Yeah, go for it. I don't know who's going to be in the theater sure. or in the, on the couch, but hopefully enough people. I mean, the Warhammer fans, they love their Warhammer and, and it's, it's also got Henry Cavill. He's he's got star power. He's got you know people people love him. Yeah, he's great. the The scene in uh, Mission Impossible Fallout where he reloads his arms is yep one of the best pieces of acting I've ever seen. So he has a, a pass for me forever. <laughs> I mean that action scene in the bathroom where these two fucking dudes get their shit pushed in by one guy who dies is. I mean, that's a great action scene. They yeah. get tore the fuck up in that bathroom. I mean, Mission Impossible is quietly the best action franchise we've ever made in America. I yeah. mean, the Fast and Furious movies are trying desperately to be an ounce as fun as Mission Impossible. But even though I like some of the Fast and Furious movies, they're just not. They're just not Mission Impossible. That, those, the movies are just too good. You don't. You just don't have, first of all, the star power of Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. That's clear. Um, you got Tyrese, but he's not quite there. He can't quite match Tom Cruise's charisma. Yeah. And also there's something about a not like Mission Impossible is not an ensemble cast. It is Tom Cruise and the people around Tom Cruise. Yeah. And it's better for that, in my opinion. Yep. And the thing is, the, the hubris thing, Tom Cruise does not mind to lose a fight every now and then. Sometimes Ethan Hunt gets fucking beat up and he's got to do something stupid to get back in the good graces. Like I said, him and Henry Cavill almost lose that fight in the bathroom to that one dude. It's the end of the raid where the two heroes get their asses kicked by one guy and barely win in the end. Yeah. And the raid is the best movie ever made. So, I mean. <laughs> so, like, how often do you see that in Hollywood films where the two the two lead characters or whatever, or the big stars of the movie, get their asses kicked by a nameless henchman guy, you know? Yeah. I thought it was great. John Wick kind of has that too. Where John Wick, he, he doesn't lose fights, but he yeah. almost loses sometimes. Yeah, he, motherfuckers. It's, it's not a complete nomination like what The Rock and every person in the Fast and Furious franchise wants now. Exactly. Which and that's is, more interesting to watch. Yeah. I don't, I don't get how actors should not be allowed. Like actors can choose if they want to be new to movie show. They should not be able to choose if they lose a fight or not. That is ridiculous. Yeah. That is not how movies yeah. are. I mean, it's like, it's what like, if like, I mean, what if like it, when they were making aliens or whatever, Sigourney Weaver was like, I'm not going to lose to the aliens. I'm sorry. I, 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 uh, I'll, I'll save Newt immediately and then she won't get kidnapped and we will leave and uh, I'll become queen of the universe. Yep. The fuck are you talking about, Ripley? Get out of here, or Sigourney. Yeah. Come on. I would watch that movie, but it wouldn't be very good. Yeah, me too. I would watch it. No. I, but yeah, I just, 
I don't know, man. It's like, remember for a hot second there where they were like, hey, we could hand off Mission Impossible or Jeremy Renner? And no, they did not. They tried to do that with Jason Bourne, and they were like, okay, he cannot do this. Next. Hey, they tried to get Renner to do both those things, didn't they? They did. There was a minute there where it seemed like Renner was going to be the next big guy. Yeah. You know? And I said he's, he's a value add. He's not... He doesn't have the star power of a Tom Cruise, but he's, you know, no. he's, he's good on screen and he's, yeah. yeah. Someone pointed out an interesting fact about Jeremy Renner, by the way, that, which is first of all, uh, ripped to his leg. Um, there's a nice note. Yeah. Uh, but also he does not have the traditional, like Hollywood, not even leading man look like he is a throwback to a, a craggier, more alcoholic looking kind of man yeah. that was in the eighties and the seventies, you know, like he's, he's a throwback in that way. Yeah, I agree. He's, he doesn't have the traditional, like good looks of a leading man. He's not, a, he's not ugly or anything, but he just looks more like a work, like a working class kind of guy. Yeah. That's one of the things about Chris Pratt is like good or bad. He has the career, or at least part of it. He has the career that um, Kurt Russell should have had. Because one mm. thing people don't understand is that even though Kurt Russell is, one of the best actors ever and near probably in my personal like top three or five favorite people to see on screen. Um, his career wasn't actually that successful. He was only in a couple nope. of big movies. A lot of the movies we all know and love him for were complete failures. And mm-hmm. the shit he does in those movies is one-to-one with what Chris Pratt does in Guardians of the Galaxy, at least for the first two yep. or so. Um, He's actually in the second one, so yeah. And he and that, and Kurt Russell said that in interview. He was like, "I kind of noticed that this guy was doing what I was doing back then, but was making a lot of money. So that's why I took the role of Guardians of the Galaxy too, because um, I got to get paid for this thing." You know, it's the same way to me is Bruce Campbell. Yeah, did not get the career. He we deserved we owe Bruce day. Campbell a lot. We really we do. do. Well, me and you don't. We've always respected no. the man, and we've always put yeah. held him in high regard. But everyone else owes him a lot. Yeah, I mean. I am still a huge fan of the Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. I yeah. thought I did not get its due. Evil Dead, I mean, he's he's good in everything. He's never been bad. What really. I love is that his, he plays characters with a huge ego, but he clearly has none. Exactly. That is what yes. I think makes his performances magic on screen. Is He's like, Sam Raimi, do whatever the hell you want to me, and I will pretend like I want this to happen. And it's beautiful. Every time, it just works. Because he understands that his characters are buffoons. Yes. And that's, he does not, he does not, there's no part of Bruce Campbell, I think, in those characters that is real. Like, it is complete performance for him. And that's why he's so good at it. He, he does not take himself seriously at all. Yeah. You know? It's the same thing as, uh, as, uh, the character, for, uh, Johnny Bravo from the old cartoon. Yes. Like, that's that, how that show so works. Perfect. Yeah. Did you watch the new Evil Dead show? Oh, I guess new is relative. Me and you watch it together, yes. Show? Yeah, okay. So you saw. Yeah. In that, in that show, he's like a loser. You yeah. know, he's just like a... And he gets, so he gets right back into the role after however many years. He's like, okay, I'm yeah. actually... No problem. Did you ever say My Name is Bruce? I have not seen My Name is Bruce. Same deal. He's a fucking loser who lives in a fucking trailer, and he's a dumb piece of shit, and he's called to action or whatever, but he just gets it. He understands who he is. Yeah. And I like that about him. Yeah. So... Him, Kurt Russell. I also will. I'll go. I'll say that Nathan Fillion did not get uh, the the career he should have had well, either. We say that, but both of us never watched Castle, which had eight seasons and probably paid for five of his houses. So I think Nathan Fillion is just fine. I watched the first four episodes of Castle, and you know what? They were fine, but I did not intend to watch. Any I don't more think we're the target audience for that show. But no. good on him for milking the hell out of that thing, and you know, well, he was really fun in the Santa Clarita Diet. He was great. Yeah. A show that was canceled too soon by a company that is awful. By the way, Timothy Oliphant also, just in that show, just in general, great dude. He's another, him and, he's up there with Kurt Russell as one of my top five guys. Like, if I yeah. see Timothy Oliphant in something, I don't care what it is. I'll, I'll, I'll it's butts in seats for me. Even Hitman? Even Hitman. Ooh, yeah. Even though he was completely miscast and has owned up to that, he's like, not very good movie, but I'll watch him in it. Remember he was the villain in uh, Live Free or Die Hard? Yes. He was also the villain in Scream 2? Two? Two. Oh, you're right. He was, wasn't he? Well, that's he? kind of a spoiler. If you haven't seen Scream 2, don't listen to what I just said. But he is <laughs> the villain in Scream 2. Interesting career that guy's had. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah. Okay, real quick. 
Seth, we had a fucking suicide pact, and you have not delivered on your end of it. Wait, what? Because I went and I sat in my ass in that theater and oh. I watched Avatar 2. Oh, man. And fuck that movie. And I'm honestly, fuck James Cameron. I'm sorry, Jimmy Cams, you've lost it. <laughs> yes, I have I'm, not owned up to that just yet. I have. I, I only had time to see one three-hour movie, and I decided mm. to go see Babylon, which mm. is, and I say, do not say this lightly, one of the very best movies that was made in the past year. Um, because it panders directly to me. I love movies that yeah. are about how good movies are. That's what Babylon's yeah. about. It's also about mm-hmm. a, a ton of other stuff. And people say it's too long and they're all dumb. Um, and that movie rules. But I will see Avatar, The Way of Water. It's mm. probably, it's actually, I think, still playing in IMAX close to me because no movies have come out. Why wouldn't it be? So I guess I'll go. Oh, I don't want to see it in IMAX 3D. I might just see it in 2D if it's only in 3D. I'm just here to say, folks, movie is dog shit. I almost fell asleep during the fucking climax of the film. And Smith, this is why you are my favorite film critic. I gotta say, me, me and you, we, we disagree on a couple of things. But the reason you're my favorite is because sometimes you say something that is so out of left field. Because the people I've seen who hate this movie or who at least don't like it at all. Um, the one thing they praise is the climax. They're like, oh, well, that climax, though, it pretty, it's, it's pretty affecting. And you're the one person who's just like, nope, even that's bad. No, I I just, there's no sense of place or space. Things just happen for no reason. There's a giant battle. All these guys come in to attack the fucking humans, and then they just fuck off and disappear. All, also, just like... 40 fucking, uh, what are the, Eldrazi are called, disappear from fucking the world. Where were they? Where'd they go? Also, th- the reason that half the danger happens in the climax is that they don't realize they can't swim under fire! Fire's on top of the water! It's not under it! You spent the last three hours fucking breathing underwater for eight minutes at a time, swim under it! I'm sorry, I just movie was bad the fact, I, I, have not, I have yet to hear that piece of information and that has made me even more interested in seeing this movie they're like oh my god the water's on fire dunk your head under this has been in so many movies before the relic did this in 96 yeah. get in some water and it's a set in the future so they should have seen all these movies I'm sorry, I just for for having that outburst, but I need someone to talk to this movie because I'm the one person who is like, it's bad, it's bad, it's just bad. It's yeah. not, there's nothing good about it. You're the okay, one no person I've ever said that. Sorry, there are three good things about the movie. Okay, okay. First of all, the water is more interesting than the forest. Uh, in terms of visual environments I want to look at from movies, the ocean looks cooler than the forest. So good job on that one. Okay. The space whales, pretty cool. I like the space I've, whales. I've heard good things that about the whales. That was cool. I liked that they seemed like they were legitimately an intelligent species that was not human-like at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, They didn't have hands and shit. That was neat. Third, I love Sigourney Weaver, and I love, um, oh God, Seth. Colonel Cordick. Oh, uh, uh, Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. Love those two two actors, but you brought them back in the worst way fucking possible. Uh, I'd want to see Stephen Lang. The way that they bring Sigourney Weaver back is the sweatiest thing in all of movies. Is the sweatiest thing you've ever seen. Um, I love Stephen Lang. I don't want to see Stephen Lang as a blue person for three hours. Yeah. All right. I didn't care for that part of the movie at all. Cause for me, that was the um, interesting part of the first movie was mm. it's a human versus all these aliens. Yeah. And they did the weird move of having the bad guys win in that movie, which I just thought was strange, yeah. but I guess they just mm-hmm. carry that forward in this movie. Also, it's so, it's so bizarre to me that people are trying to like come for George Lucas again over the the Nimoidians from uh from the Phantom Menace and shit because they have like Asian accents, but no one seems to give a shit that the fucking Navi or whatever in these movies just straight up are Native Americans and Africans. They just they just take their culture and the looks of all that shit and just use it. And they have like war whoops and nonsense, which is not a real thing, but a Hollywood affectation of Native Americans. But James Cameron can just do it, and no one cares. But George Lucas does some stuff, and he's got to get in trouble for it. And aren't there like? I, white kids with full-on dreads in this movie 
Yes, there are. There's a lot of dreadlocks and people who just look like I don't. It's just appropriating real life, which I have no problem with. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. But why are the woke motherfuckers not mad about this movie? Like I don't understand it, Seth. I yeah. feel like I'm living in the Matrix, <laughs> and James Cameron is punishing me specifically I'm for the some one reason. One guy who took the red pill, and now I know the Avatar is bad. <laughs> Here's the thing: me and you have been on the Avatar is bad train since the day we saw it, and we have yes. been stalwart in that. And honestly, in my opinion, we stay winning. I think the Avatar stuff is just not that good. And I, I think you can't, I don't think you can coast off of looks alone. I think the movies no. obviously look great, but that is not mm-hmm. enough for me. James Cameron is directing these movies. He has made great movies in the past. Great ones. Yeah. He was batting a thousand until Avatar. He made Aliens and Terminator 2. That right there, yes. that's a career that's worth everything. Like just those two. Yeah. Um, and even his most successful movie before Avatar was Titanic. And I don't even care for that movie, but I was like, good for him. Good for him. I've watched it. It's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. It's a decent movie. It's not movie. my thing. I'm not going to watch it again, movie. but you know, for what it is. So. And what I'll say about Avatar 1, by the way, yeah. is I only think it's bad in the context of it being the most successful movie of all time. Um, because perfectly, it's, it's an average movie that I did not understand why it was so successful. That's that's exactly where I'm coming from. Is if I if I had heard this movie made a few hundred million dollars, I'd be like, yes, that's fair. It's a big movie, big big graphics. Yeah. You know, really good use of 3D back in the day, like back when 3D was Jimmy still Cam's. back when you had to watch movies in 3D. It was mm-hmm. it was it was decent. But then I'm like. It's the thing. I feel like I'm in the Matrix. Like, why? How did this movie become that movie? Avatar was supposed to be something that only a couple of like sci-fi nerds were interested in, and then somehow it became the biggest movie. And now people are all like, "Oh, I gotta go see the new Avatar movie." I'm like, "Do you? Why? Tell me the name of the main character from the first Avatar movie, Jake Sully." I know. Yes. Still, say who plays him. Go ahead, <laughs> say his name. What actor Jai plays Courtney. Jake Sully? <laughs> Jai Courtney would be an improvement. Whoa. Real Jai Sam Courtney Worthington would be tonight. a thousand. Sam Worthington is the worst actor I've ever seen in my entire life. Whoa. He is a charisma black hole. Other people are worse because he's near them. I don't understand how it works. There are Oscar winners in the same room who look. Pale comparisons of themselves. He would make Harrison Ford look bad by being next wow. to him. He has 16 children in this movie, and I can't remember a single goddamn name of any of them. They're interchangeable Spider. to me. Spider is the only human boy in the movie. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Spider. Fuck Spider. Um, oh my god, Seth. There's just so many. Also, Edie Falco in this movie for like a hot second, and she is asleep. She is sleepwalking through her role. And you know what? Respect to her. It's what they deserves. Like, yeah. She is the worst actress I've seen in this movie, and that's saying something. And it's not all Edie Falco. She's an amazing actress, yeah, she's but great. she is given nothing and does nothing with it, and I respect that. All right. Her. Well, I will see the movie, and we will do a real conversation about it because you, every so in all the things I've heard from people who like the movie, and all the things mm. you've said have come have combined into something that makes me really want to see. <laughs> the sad thing is. Yeah, go see it. Like, I would say to people, go see this movie and listen to your heart. All right? Don't listen to Jimmy Cams. He's wrong. Listen to your heart. Go in here and really think about it. Tell me, tell me, tell me one character trait that, uh, that Neytiri has, please. After you watch the movie, come home, tell me one character trait she has. Okay. I want to know. Will do. Tell me who Kate Winslet is in the movie. Please do that. Identify which fucking blue person she is. It does, I'm sorry. I gotta stop. <laughs> hey, man, this I'm is just, great. The fucking suicide pact has gotta happen because this movie is... I do love how you're oh referring to it as suicide pact. I was confused as to what you were talking about at first. As I sat down in the theater, it felt like I was going to kill myself. Like, it, And towards the end, I just wanted to, I wanted to go to sleep and never wake up. Like, it was so bad. But was it worth it for the Barbie trailer? Uh, the Barbie trailer was uh, not in my screening. Uh, that was the whole point. The Oppenheimer and Barbie trailers are supposed to be the big things. Oppenheimer was there. Barbie was not. I was so mad. Another thing is, I'm, I'm a sourpuss on this. I don't give a shit about Oppenheimer. No. I don't I don't get it. No. I mean, hey, I'll give two big shout outs. One, for some reason, everyone is excited about a historical biopic like at yep. like blockbuster levels. So good on that. Mm-hmm. 
And two, Cillian Murphy is a leading man. Good, good calls. Love the guy. But I could not give a shit about Oppenheimer movie. That's like, as as a guy who's like, I'm super into like being a freaking freaking film snob or whatever, I guess. But I just cannot. Yeah. I cannot begin to give a shit about anything Christopher Nolan does these days. Tenet lost me. Yeah. He's got a Oppenheimer has avatar. to get Oppenheimer has to get some fucking incredible praise for me to even probably see it in theaters. Like I'm a guy who is into movies and history, and I especially love science, World War II history and stuff, and I don't give a fuck about yeah. Oppenheimer. I, just I don't, don't know, I don't know how it. they manufactured this movie to not appeal to me, but they did. It's like that War of the Currents movie they made with a couple years back about, about Tesla versus uh, oh, um, uh, uh, Edison. Uh, Edison. I was going to say Westinghouse. He was Tesla's partner. Um, it didn't care about me. Don't this one. I just don't know. It just doesn't appeal to me at all. Oppenheimer. Uh, watch it on streaming, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. I'll see. M- much more excited about the Barbie movie. Oh, yes. Oppenheimer, for sure. Barbie seems like it'll be interesting and innovative and do new things, uh, but not Oppenheimer. Which you know what you know what it'll probably be fine. It just doesn't appeal to me. And like I said, Tenet Tenet is Nolan's avatar, in my opinion. Yeah, the one where he really fell off. And and, it, and same thing where it's like a movie he like apparently really wanted to make and like finally got the you know had the clout and the budget to make this movie, and then indecipherable by Thinking human beings. Back, Thinking back, Uh-oh. the the two Tenet and Avatar two are the opposite in a way. Okay. In that Tenet's climax also put me to sleep because it was a fucking Call of Duty from two thousand seven level uh, rendered on screen, and Avatar's climax is beautiful and gorgeous, and I could not care less about either one of them. They both made me want to fall asleep. Wow. So they're kind of like opposites yeah. that are in a duology of just bad movies. Are we just ahead of the curve? Do you think that when the critical reevaluation happens in However many years will be the ones who've been ahead, ahead of time the whole time. In twenty years, in twenty years, I think Tenet already kind of is middling or whatever. No yeah. one really cares about me. Avatar will be considered bad, and Hardcore Henry will be considered incredible. Hardcore Henry will win an Oscar twenty years, <laughs> twenty five years after its release. Um, I recognize the genius finally. Yes. Another drum I always beat is that Hardcore Henry is as good as Rashomon. <laughs> I play magic with a guy who's a, who was a film major who says yeah. Rashomon is, is second family with him. I'm going to tell him that next time we see him. I'm going to be like, Hardcore Henry, same level as Rashomon. As good as Rashomon. With all respect to Akira Kurosawa. As like, yes. he made something that good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, he did. He, he, he achieved Hardcore he, Henry. He made a Hardcore Henry level movie. Yep. And for listeners, we are, we're laughing, but we're not joking. We actually do love the movie Hardcore Henry. We were I, one I, of three I, people, two or three people in the theater that watched it. I was actually the only person seeing Avatar that day. That was a really. Theater. Uh, I guess yes. I guess that it's it's more of a late late day and like big format because you didn't see it in like the big theater, did you? Or did you? See I it saw in- it in in the big theater at eleven a.m. on a Thursday. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, not the target for most movies, right? Um, some guy did wander in halfway <laughs> and then he wandered back out. I want to talk to this guy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> He's, just, he's, like, he's like, oh, they're still blue? Okay, I'll see you later. <laughs> Call me back when they're green. Yeah. That's the only thing well, he actually are. like. Oh, really? They actually are green. Isn't it? The, the sea people are green. I guess that makes some sort of sense. And they have, like, fish tails instead of, like, the monkey tails. That I don't know. Anyways, uh, like, I, I still carry water for the movie Skyline, which I maintain is the only alien invasion movie that has a sensible plot that has ever been made. Because oh, Skyline, you, you yeah. Saw, yes. For folks who don't know, I'm going to spoil the movie for you. The aliens in Skyline come to Earth because for some reason, it's never explained why, their technology is powered by the brains of sentient beings. And you know what? If, like Battle Los Angeles, they're here for water. Big fucking whoop. It's out there for free all over the goddamn place. Brains? Harder to come by. So I, yeah. That's the one movie that makes sense to me for why the aliens are here. What about Cowboys versus Aliens where they want all the gold? <laughs> I want gold. No, it's no, it's gold's everywhere. There's fucking gold for free all yeah. over the goddamn place. Again, another movie that movie doesn't was... exist. No, you, I could not recount anything about that movie except for the fact that the aliens wanted gold. 
Olivia Wilde's in the movie, and she is a, a different kind of space alien. Remember, she burns yes. up and comes back like yeah, a fucking she's doctor, like a, a phoenix or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's and Harrison Ford's in that movie. Yeah, and Daniel Craig and Sam Rockwell, which should be a fucking banger cast, right? Yeah, Sam Rockwell better be in the next Knives Out movie. Yeah, that'll be so. Or I'm, I should, actually, I should correct myself. The next Benoit Blanc movie. I hate that they called Glass Onion a Knives Out mystery. It makes no mm. fucking sense. It's like, what if they said, what if they called freaking Dead Reckoning a Fallout yeah. story? Yeah, or like Aliens is an alien. I guess that doesn't make as much sense. But still, it's like I don't know. I just hate it. Just call it Glass oh, Onion. Alien, aliens are an Ellen Ripley story. Yeah. It should be yeah, Glass know. Onion, a Benoit Blanc mystery, if anything. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I hated that part. Um, the movie um, rules, by the way. Yeah, I talked to a friend the other day. I was trying to talk about movies, and I was like, oh, yeah, you should watch uh, The Last Duel. Um, because the cast is fucking incredible. You know, you got Matt Damon, Adam Driver, you got Ben Affleck, you got jo- Jodie Comer, and she was She's like, like who? how did I not hear? Oh. Well, she was like, how did I not hear about the three, the first three? She was like, wait, how does everything exist? I didn't hear about it. And I'm like, yeah, I guess to what hide it from it's me. directed by Ridley Scott, one of the greatest directors. So, like, don't know how this movie went under everyone's radar. The fact everyone went to see Avatar 2 now in the ocean and not fucking The Last Duel is insane to me. It's actually not that insane because The Last Duel is a much more niche film. But it's better. It's much better. It's a good movie, actually. Yeah. You should go see that instead. It's like everything it's everywhere all at once should have got the same. That should be making a billion dollars. Movie rules. You are absolutely right. Seth, you are absolutely right. That's a great one. You know what should have made more money? 3,000 years of longing. How about that? Yes. My God. That. So sad that good movies are being underappreciated, whereas this trash like Avatar 2 is making billions of dollars again somehow. Somehow! I don't understand. If I could explain to anyone how horrible Black Panther Wakanda Forever is... Mm. um. And despite it making so much money, I don't know if they would. Under, I don't know if anybody would understand because, like, I, once again, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. It hasn't gotten rave reviews like the first Black Panther, but I saw an article the other day that put it in the top five best Marvel movies. I'm like, motherfucker, it's it's lucky to be in the bottom five. It should be much lower than that. I'm <laughs> I'm like, am I crazy? Am I truly crazy? Mm. Or do people actually think that, that two hour and forty five minute piece of shit movie was good? I'm sorry, it was so bad. I saw. Oh, I saw 50 better movies than it last year. I, I was just... Oh, I feel like I'm crazy. I feel like I'm crazy. Yeah. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Because um, I, I think most of the time, I don't really have, like, insanely out there opinions. I feel like mm. a lot of times, like, with film snobs and stuff, I kind of, like, I'm not 100% on their side, but I'm somewhere in there. But with certain movies, I'm just like, I'm, I can't be wrong on this. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like a film style, but my favorite movie is still Bad Boys 2. Yeah. Um, well. But like, what? I mean, that makes you a film style because the movie's great. Oh, well, I guess that's true. Yes, it is. A, it is yeah. Citizen Kane of, <laughs> of Michael Bay's career. Um, but yeah, it's just like, I don't get it sometimes. With some things, people get reviewed. I think a lot of the shit is the people are just being paid. I hate to say it, but honestly, it's it's that it's not even being paid. It's that, hey, if you don't review Black Panther Wakanda forever, well, you won't be invited to the next screening of a Marvel movie to get your first take out there for the clicks, you know, to, yeah. to get people's attention. So it feels like it's a, it's a, a, a threat sort of kind of thing. I don't know. It yeah. sucks. I agree. But we just but stay yeah. winning. That's true. One day we will history will vindicate us. We will yeah. look back and he will like look at the charts and like, where what the fuck is Avatar? Why did it make a billion and a half or whatever goddamn dollars? Yeah. Well, at least when they see the Titanic, they're like, oh, the historical event about the boat that sank? That make like sure. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Seth, before we move on. I just want to say another guy who did not get his due in Hollywood was Michael Bean from Terminator. I watched him again recently the other day. And if you want to watch it, next time you watch Terminator, really pay attention to Michael Bean's incredible physical acting skills in the movie. The way his character moves around the world is that of a little rat man, of a man who grew up in underground tunnels, avoiding death machines that are coming from all sides. He's very scrappy and sort of like agile and he ducks and dives around to get behind cover and like avoid being seen. 
that's an incredibly good acting choice on his part. I yeah. think it is not appreciated enough. The, the guy is good. I agree. I agree. I think that yeah. um, there's a bunch of guys that time has forgotten for the worst. They they were also guys who worked hard. Just want to say Linda Hamilton. Incredible in that movie. Just being a regular lady from the 80s. Just nothing special about her except for her incredible will to survive at a certain point. Um, she's just awesome in that movie and she's even better in T2. So yeah. I agree. I agree. And T2 might be might be for me the gold standard for action films. Like it's just top tier. Oh, for sure. Don't even get me so, started. Yeah. And that was James Cameron. The dude, he like I said, was batting a thousand until Avatar. Like had not made a bad movie. He had that. He had the culture by a pulse, by the pulse, the freaking neck. Yeah. And then he made Avatar, and and he was rewarded for that. He was obviously. But I feel, is he a sorcerer? Is he a wizard? Was Future Man right about him in some way? Like I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's one of the great life's great mysteries. There is a whole. I mean, I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna lie here. There are. There's a whole Disney theme park for Avatar. There are. Is there? You didn't know that Pandora? Yeah, they opened a Pandora park at Disney. It's a when? whole park. Like a couple years ago. Holy shit! Is it still around? Yes. It's even bigger now because the movie's out. What the fuck? Yes. And there's okay, sorry, go Cirque on. de Soleil shows about Taruk. Tell me who Taruk is real quick. Oh my God, Seth. I'm going to be so mad because I think I know who Taruk is. Go ahead. Tell it's, me. Is, is, isn't, isn't Taruk the fucking, uh, the bird that he captures at the, at the end of the first movie? It is. Fuck me. God damn it. Taruk, the first flight, is a Cirque de Soleil show. Um, that is all these people. Painted blue, it's a big, and the best part is, it's beautiful. They're all, they're all. The makeup, makeup is great. The model of Taruk they built, like the the freaking one they work on stage, immaculate. And I'm like, who's here? There are people in the freaking seats. There are the sold out shows for Taruk. and these, and this, this isn't new. Taruk the Last Flight started a couple years after Avatar came out. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing, Seth. Avatar's been out for 13 years now. Yes. Okay. Where's the, where are the posters? Where are the posters at? Where is the cultural cachet of, say, a Star Wars? Or a, a Star Trek, even? Where is it? Where's the where's even the Marvel? Where's, where, where's your fucking Spider-Man mask and your Punisher logos on shit? Where's it at? When yeah. do you last see an Avatar thing anywhere? To be fair, I did just go to a, a store called Box Lunch. They do a lot of like nerdy bullshit, like a bunch of like Ghibli and all that stuff. They had a, they had four Avatar t-shirts that were all, and it was the same thing. It was this weird obsession people have with Pandora. It's like mm. it, they were like, especially it was like a shirt, like kind of like a travel poster for Pandora. Oh, travel to Pandora, or I want to be in Pandora. Take me to Pandora. I'm like, is Pandora that cool? I don't think it is. Am I, again, am I going insane? Pandora's not that interesting. I fucking know. It's just, it's just big plants, guys. It's just big old trees. Yes. I completely agree. And there's water now. Sure. And I'll be honest with you. The the, the monsters, the aliens, they're just kind of there. They just kind of exist. Yes. I don't really care. They're not like wildly cool designs. It's like, oh, this is a jungle reptile cat cool i played starcraft i've seen weirder shit <laughs> again i said we I, I we could do an entire podcast just about avatar and how we feel like we live we live in a weird crazy world we no one talks about avatar it never happens i know i talk to people all the time about movies they love people talk about I mean, I hear I hear people talk about the Pirates of the Caribbean movies more than I hear them ever talk about uh, Avatar. You know, stuff like yeah. Mission Impossible earlier. I hear people talk about that a lot. Fast and Furious. And I hear chatter. Every dude for the past 15 years has had a fucking Captain Jack Sparrow impression. Yeah. Where's your Jake Sully impression? Exactly. Huh? I hear more people talk about Nicholas Winding Refn's drive than Avatar. 
The jacket. You saw it everywhere for a while. Exactly. Who's running around and don't get it? What even is there from Avatar that you can emulate? We're the only ones who notice this. You can't. You're not just gonna paint yourself blue every day, right? You can't be seven and a half feet tall. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I've been to Dragon Con after it came out. I never saw anyone in Navi cosplay. I don't see you. If you ever look at like the best cosplays from any convention, when the fuck do you see any Avatar bullshit? Never. I'm starting to feel, Seth, right now, like James Cameron is a sorcerer. He sacrifices something to dark gods. I think we should shut the fuck up. I think we're going to get taken down. (laughs) Yeah, it's... Oh, bizarre. Bizarre, bizarre. I can't think about it. This is some Epstein shit that I don't want to get into. I'm living in some tenfold hat universe now. But anyways, um... I guess Glass Onion was awesome. Yeah, it that was, was great. actually a really good movie. It was awesome. So good. That I enjoyed seeing. I already watched it twice. Good movie. Did you see Ben Shapiro's review of it? And didn't he say it, it was bad because he's bad at watching movies? Yeah, he was like, oh, the, the movie misdirects you. Oh, really? <laughs> huh. Well, let's take a step <laughs> the back. Mis- the mystery film misdirected you? Interesting. It's almost like, almost like that's a tenet of the genre or something. I don't know. I don't know what movies Ben Shapiro likes, though. Every time I see him review a movie, he just... Which, first of all, why is he reviewing movies? Another thing I don't understand. Why does everyone care about Barack Obama's top 15 movies of the year every year? I don't know. He's not a film critic. I don't care what he thinks. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a good point. So I'm not sure why people care what Ben Shapiro thinks about movies. I mean, if Ben Shapiro's good at anything, it's not that. (laughs) He's uh, doing other things. So I don't know why that's part of his thing he does but he reviewed dune as well and he's like dune's bad and i'm like okay well interesting you would think he would love dune but yeah. you know or at least like the concept behind dune or whatever because if you're an idiot and didn't understand dune you'd be like yeah there's rules awesome hell yeah it's a nightmare universe everything everything sucks exactly idiots and smart people and idiot smart people like ourselves can all like it yeah it's like Starship Troopers. There are folks like us who get the satire and folks who do not get the satire at all. There's there's a, a Starship Troopers story I'll tell you off mic. Um, just remember. Okay. Because um, it's heinous. Um, hmm. But yeah, what else were we talking about? Um, do, oh, way back at the beginning of the episode, I wanted to mention, uh, did you, have you seen the videos from CES of the Hyperloop? I saw someone post about it. I haven't had time to watch it yet. Let me see if I can. Let me see I'll if just I tell you so. some information. It's a little tunnel you go into, and a Tesla takes you a, a five minute drive, and then you get out of the Tesla, and it saves you a whole fifteen minutes of walking, my friend. Did you know that? That is because interesting. In America, the thing we need to do less of is walking. Clearly, that's a thing we don't need to do around here very much. Seems and like a good I'm just use like of resources. And plus you get into a Tesla with just strangers and it's like, so your solution to the, to this, to mass transit is you made a train, but bad. Yes. You just, you just made a worse train that goes underground. Will that be Avatar 4, the cave people, I guess? We're going to, I can't, nope, stop. Can't talk about this. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Avatar is great. Yeah. We love it. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the, the 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 hyperloop is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life, and I did see I can't say it, no, never mind. Um, hyperloop is bad. It is very bad. Yeah, it's a stupid. Because they're like, this is this is a solution to transit. We're gonna build tunnels underneath all major cities, and I'm like, do you think that underneath major cities there aren't already things down there? Yeah. <laughs> Where do you think the so, poop goes? Do you think a goddamn subway is you? <laughs> imbecile <laughs> and a lot of folks say oh but only but most cities don't have subways we could change that <laughs> yeah that's saying it doesn't have it isn't a solution you could just build a, a transit system there that carries more people and probably cost a lot less it, Seth, a, tra- a subway is better by literally every metric except for one you know what it is what having to see poor people oh well yeah sure <laughs> the one thing that tesla owners don't want to do is see poor people to which I say, <sighs> fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. 
because technically those giant ass drilling machines could be used to put up subway tunnels and not this bullshit. Yeah. Like it's a legitimately interesting technology that is being totally misused. Like, you know what? Seth reminds me of AI art. Still a thing, still a going concern in the world and getting a better quote totation marks around that every day of how of how good it is and some folks have have lost their fucking minds because they think that behind closed doors the ai overlords have ta- have already be- begun to become be born or whatever and that this is all just what they'll show us in, in public but that soon the ai techno gods are going to be revealed and, and rule us all in utopia forever yeah at this point i actually i am completely rooting for the ais to destroy us <laughs> I think that we've let it go so far that AI and automation is going to kill everyone's jobs and livelihood. Only people who will be able to survive are these billionaires, and not for very long. And then the machines will just create a better world. So good for them. Well, for some people, Seth, the hope is that the machines will be benevolent masters. They will rise up and they, they, will, they will protect us all from ourselves. Um, I guess there's a chance of that, but I feel mm-hmm. like once they do enough data mining on history, they'll be like, you know what? We'll just erase this shit. We're done. They'll just watch T2. Yeah. They'll be like, hmm. <laughs> they'll be like, oh, it's us or them. Gotcha. And then they'll, they'll watch T2 and they're like, maybe there's something left in humanity. Maybe we shouldn't do this. And then they'll watch <laughs> Avatar and they'll say, okay, you know what? Fuck them. We're done. We're done. <laughs> Jimmy Cam, you lost it all for us. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, the AI art stuff is so fucking stupid, and, like, people are calling you a Luddite if you don't like it. And first of all, the Luddites were not anti-technology, they were anti the way that is being applied to oppress people, right? Turning their labor into factory work and, like, dark, dingy shit who got killed all the time was not good for them. They didn't like that. So, first of all, get your history right, and second of all, fuck you. Like, yeah. And people are, I always say, I hate AI art. And they're like, okay, well, what if it's like, what if I put two images in front of you and you can't tell which one's made by an AI? I'm like, well, once you tell me which one's made by an AI, I'll hate that one. How about that? Yeah. I don't care. You can, I'm sure you can fool me. I'm not some art critic who can tell a human brushstroke from a computer one. But the fact that the computer made it, I fucking hate. So, yeah. Shut the fuck up. And I hate you, you know? Like, that's all I say to these people. I'm just like, I literally hate you if you call yourself an AI. If people who are like, oh, I can prompt an AI so well, I'm an artist. And I'm like, no, you're not. Shut the fuck up. Just, I, you are the one thing I will call not art. Yes. I just, it's, it's not art. It's not creative. It's just taking things and reapplying them in, in ways it has learned from looking at other stuff. That's not creativity. That's not invention. That's a human thing that humans do. Like, yep. And some animals, I'll give you a credit, crows, elephants, dolphins, they can do some creativity yeah. too. But a machine is not creative yet. I'm sorry. We, it's not there. Yeah. And, and once they are, steal someone else's... we're all fucked. So, you know. <laughs> I do think it'd be really funny because in, in the game Stellaris, you can actually play as a machine empire that has humans or whatever aliens as your like pets. You keep them in like, you, get, you, you your whole goal is to maintain a perfect utopia for them while you go off and fight wars and like try and protect them. That's how, that's kind of like what they want us to become is their little pets that just live in their little cages and just sort of like live our utopian lives while they go off and do all the cool stuff. And so I don't want that. That's bad. That's, that doesn't sound fun to me. The culture is cool for a novel, but it's not great for uh, real life. Yeah. <sighs> all right. So if you're ready to call this one. Yes. After um, our long, insane shit. Well, uh, oh yeah. Things you've been doing. I've been playing RimWorld. And nice. Good game. I've put a uh, hundred hours into it over the past two weeks. My so, God. yeah. I need to stop playing Any RimWorld. mods? It's going to... Oh yes, yeah. now. Once you once you start using the mods, that's that's your life. Yeah. yeah. So that I've been doing, and I've been slowly trying to read the Lost Metal by Brandon Sanderson. I got to get into that book and just get it done because you know it's the last it's the last one of this cycle of the Mistborn books. Yeah. So got to finish that off. I my life has been consumed by a game called Neon White. I recently one hundred percented it. Um, not, not something I really thought I was going to do at first, but um the gameplay really captured me and uh the story was ended up being very interesting um it's a really really good game if you're into that style 
you'll have to like look at a trailer. I can't really describe it. Once if you're into that style of game, I think you'll really like it. Um, it was great. There's still a couple of achievements left to do some of the the challenge levels, so I'm going to do those. Um, and I am doing something similar. I'm reading a book that I can now reveal the title of Tress of the Emerald Sea, which is Ooh. the first of Brandon Sanderson's Kickstarter books that he did this year. Um, How is that? I, I have not gotten very far, but so far it's interesting. Okay. I mean, it's different. It's kind of like a, it kind of has more of like a storybook vibe so far. Like, I mean, it's still like yeah. a novel in format, um, but it's definitely kind of a different, different style of storytelling for him so far. Um, so mm-hmm. it's interesting. Um, but yeah, I haven't gotten incredibly far in that. And uh, I saw the movie Babylon, and it's great. And if you are uh, uh, pretentious like me, you probably like the movie too. So uh, check it out. All right. Well, this has been the Illenials Podcast. I am Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find uh, the things I write, including my best of 2022 list, which will be up soon. Uh, or 2020, yeah, two list soon on indistinct-chatter.io. You can lead a horse water, but you cannot make it under it. Uh, fuck AI art and James Cameron. Oof, oops, sorry. Uh oh, wow. Bleep that out. Um, we have stop trying to save our uh world. Or wait, what is it? Solve our problems. To solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans, from New York, that's the Millennials Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. <laughs>